Welcome to Cleaning Business Life. My name is Shannon Miller, and I am your host and founding member of Clean Freaks University. This show is sponsored by the Structure, Scale, and Profit Cleaning Business Academy, my signature program. And I'm also joined by my co-host, Kimberly Gonzalez, inventor extraordinaire of Pure Evergreen Cleaning Products. Kim, take it away. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Whenever you guys are listening to this, welcome to the heat. I know Shannon's dealing with a lot of heat today, and we are too. And our AC doesn't work, so I feel like I'm sitting in the dark right now to keep all the heat out. So <laughs> I have a little light going on right now, so I can have some light down here. But today we're going to talk about fear. And I know fear is a big thing for a lot of us, fear for growth, fear for letting somebody down, fear that somebody doesn't like us. Um, fear is huge. And another thing to go with fear is imposter syndrome. And we're going to talk about that today because I know that a lot of us are experiencing this, even if you're a new business or if you're a seasoned business, we all face this. And I know, Shannon, you said that you had, we're, we're just talking about this before the podcast, that we both have had the imposter syndrome and we both have the fear. Um, and I know that, you know, my mind starts going in a downward spiral. I don't know about you, Shannon. But I start thinking, oh my gosh, did I fail my parents? Are they not proud of me? Did I fail my boss? Did I fail my clients, my business, my kids, my family? Are you with me, Shannon? Like, do you? I, feel I am. Too? It's it affects all of us, and and it 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 affects everyone. And whether they admit it or not, you know, hi, my name is Shannon. I've been in da 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 da. da. <laughs> like this is a, <laughs> a you know an Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever. Um, syndrome is going on with you. And it's totally fine. I'm not bagging on that industry at all, but we all have imposter syndrome and fears that come along with imposter syndrome. Um, Kim and Kim and I were just talking about like how I landed into the maid summit and how I was totally okay. Super excited, jumped up and down, did the whole PP football dance. And then when it came time for me to hand in my work, is when it slapped me across the face, it went boom, boom. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> when you look at 40 other people who are, have been in the industry a while, it was mm-hmm. like, I had some conflicts that some internal conflicts I had to work through. I'm totally fine with it now, but I had to like vocalize and verbalize to several of my close people. One of them was Kim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell her, I, I'm like, I gave you this slap in the face. I was like, right, and I'm not going to lie. I had imposter syndrome and it was like, wow, I don't deserve to be here. I haven't worked really hard to get here. Um, so there was that dynamic. I'm totally fine, but it was just like, it creeped up on me. And then I almost vomited it out. It was just, it was incredible. And I didn't think it would have me. Right. Cause I, you know, I'm always on camera. I'm always doing stuff, always producing new things. But then when it came time to submitting with my peers, I was like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, you probably got the little butterflies, like sick mm-hmm. to your stomach feel. And then it went up to your chest right here. And you're just right. Like started doing the breathing hard. And I I know that part of the imposter syndrome and the fear always comes with people pleasing. Like, I want you guys, if you're in the car or wherever you are, I just want you to like raise your hand. If you guys know that you guys are people pleasers, I know a lot of um, people in this industry of the cleaning industry that that's what we love to do. We want to please people and we want them to have the best cleaning. We want them to love the house. We want them to have feedback to us and we're constantly people pleasing and Um, you know, we want to make everybody happy and we're already setting ourselves up to fail because we are not responsible for people's happiness. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I know when I talked to Shannon, you know, about the maid summit, I was like, 
you know what, it's kind of like the cleaning industry, you Mm -hmm. know, or just even in my industry that, you know, we all are able to connect to different people. You may connect to some people and not the others. So I told Shannon, I was like, you may connect to some people in the maid summit and those are your clients and the ones that are not connected to you. That's okay. They're not your clients and that's okay. Same thing goes with the cleaning industry. If you guys have clients that you're not getting the, like they're not accepting your price, then that's okay. Those are not your clients. Um, and it it's, we talked about failing. So Shannon, what do you I mean? It was, what do you think of this? It just kind of, um, well, I think it more falls in the land and it doesn't, ha- it's not that it doesn't happen in um, actual, is that my dog? I thought I had all the dogs in here. I might have to hop off because he'll scratch until I open. Um, it's an interesting dynamic. So it happens more with females. Hold on. We're going to have to edit this part. And I could talk to you while we're doing this, but she's getting her dog. Um, you know, it talks about like, you know, the fear and stuff and, you know, fear is very real in your business. Forgive my curse word. Um, yeah, it's, it does happen more with women because we're groomed and conditioned to be caregivers. So it's a natural inclination to want to people, please. So there's a kitty and, um, and it's hard. It's hard not to want to people please all the time, especially in our industry, because we are providing a service that does help. I mean, how many times have you walked into a home? Shh. <laughs> it's just, it's animal interruption day. It's Dr. Doolittle day. Totally. Um, and, and you walked into a home and um, it, or you've cleaned a home or you've had your home cleaned yourself. And it just is a fantastic feeling where everything is put back in its place. It smells nice. The mm-hmm. energy field is different. It's just a great service to have. Um, and, and so that's part of people pleasing. We, we people please as mothers and wives and daughters and, and sisters and, and even friends. There's a lot of expectations that we have on ourselves. It's this mindset right here yeah. in your mind. I'm pointing to the top of my head that the, the confliction happens, right? So you have to be able to work on mindset and you have to be able to feel comfortable that sometimes there's going to be times where it's just not going to work out. Right. Um, it's, and as far as picking clients, yes, not every client is going to be your client just because they say, I want to pay you this money. doesn't mean that they're going to be a good client. Sometimes exactly. clients hop from cleaning business to cleaning business, to cleaning business, because they're working on their issues with the cleaning industry. There's a lot of um or they can't be that happens. Yeah. There's a lot of dominance that happens. There's a hierarchy that happens. There's a lot of like um unwritten psychological things that happen. And those are not the clients. Um, you guys might have seen some of the reels I've released lately, and it's how not to be a crappy cleaning client. <laughs> and I didn't do it to be mean. I did it for awareness of our industry as our industry mm-hmm. grows. There are certain attributes that certain clients do that they need to be made aware of because you guys as cleaning business owners haven't yet implemented these policies in place. So I'm kind of taking the bull and I'm leading him along and saying, hey, this is what constitutes as a crappy cleaning client. And it doesn't, and I'm not saying it to be hurtful. I'm just saying it to make people aware. Like what's the commercial I've seen lately where, um, there was a commercial where they were providing a product and it, it was actually more beneficial because um, it was more of a softer material. It was a better fit. 
I don't remember what that item was off the I don't top know. Of I don't head. watch TV. I watch Netflix. And that was it. on my Facebook feed. <laughs> I don't remember. It was a new product that came out and she was like 80 years old and she created this product for women. What was it? It was an undergarment. We don't want to get into the details of that. Yeah, but I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never Not mind. Every... We're just segue out of there. <laughs> yeah. It's, and you know, it's, you know, it, I was thinking about it too, when you go to networking events, cause I'm going to be going to a networking event tonight and I haven't been to one in a while, you know, cause it's my crazy busy summer. And, um, I'm nervous because I feel like I am an imposter syndrome right now. Like when I do go and I may not have it now, but when I go to do, you know, meet with people, I feel like that's like, wow, you know, I, I feel like I have that right now. You know, I'm like, are they going to like me? Am I not going to fit in? You know, it's, all these things are starting to go through my mind. And that's when we have to tell ourselves to stop right? and take a step back, you know, and it's okay to tell yourself to stop, tell yourself to stop in your head that it's okay. Not every client's going to be for yourself. You're not going to make friends and, you know, like your friends might be different. You might connect with different people in the networking events. So it's okay. You guys are not responsible for their happiness. It was not meant to be. And the ones that are meant to be will happen. And if you do start off as a client with them and you feel like it's just not the connection, it's okay to break up with them. And I think that you have, if I remember right, you have a breakup letter, don't you, in our group? Yeah, I I call it the Dear John letter inside of the group. I believe it's guide number 11. Um, And it's just a basic, it's a basic polite, you know, this isn't working out for us anymore. And I've decided to take my business in a different direction. As long as you give them notice and you communicate it, it's totally okay. And you have every right, you know, you've seen the sign, everyone's seen it. We have the right to refuse service to anyone. And, And there's a reason why there's that sign and that saying in that policy, right? Um, You might be scared too. Go ahead, Jenna. Go, no, go ahead. I was going to say too, you know, one of the things when I first started off with my business is like, I was scared to release a client because I was like, oh my gosh, where am I going to get the money to replace that client? Right. You know, or like, let's say you're trying to raise up your prices and you know, this client is not going to budge and you know that they're not going to, you know, continue services because they don't want to pay that price. And you get scared and your heart just starts racing. You're like, what am I going to do? They will come. You have Mm -hmm. to have faith that those clients are going to get replaced and you're going to get replaced with better clients and they're going to pay you more and value more. So it's okay. Take that leap of faith and you guys can do that. You know, it's don't let that imposter syndrome. Don't let the fear get in your way for doing that. We'll be back after a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yes, there's a lot of control that happens um, with being a service provider in the cleaning industry. So, um, you know, I say it, it a lot and I'll say it again, your cheapest clients are the most expensive ones to keep. So if you have older legacy clients and you're afraid of walking those steps to say either, you know, just to let you know, there's been a new policy in place. We're going to give you a price increase of blah, blah, blah. And if they don't do it, it's okay. The probability yeah. of them jumping is like 50%, right? Just like when you go to gamble in Vegas, it's 50% whether you're going to win, 50% you're going to lose. Yep. 
And it's the same thing with your clients too. You're going to have people who are meant for you to be that they're going to value your, your wealth of information and your coaching. And there's going to be people who are not, and those people are not, you know, meant for you. Maybe it's not even the right time, right? You know, I think that everything comes in a time, um, when it's meant to happen. So maybe those people were not meant for you now, but maybe later down the road, same thing with my products. It's the same exact thing. There's people in our group and all kinds of cleaning groups that they are like, oh, your products are too expensive. And you know what? I feel like my prices are fair for the amount of money that I spend and time that I put in investing my product. Those of you that don't know, I'm just going to put it out there for me to bring out a new product, a cleaning product, like an aroma. I was just talking to Shannon about this. It cost me right around $1,500 to $2,000 to bring out a new aroma. So it's very, very expensive. The Cozy Bliss alone, just for the oils, cost me about $700. And that's in bulk. And that's for five gallons each. Right. So and that's because you use natural, yes. real essential oils. Exactly. Not <laughs> yeah. So the products that you see, like, you know, um, Mrs. Myers or Method or these other products that are on the thing and they claim they're natural, they use synthetic scents. So of course it's cheaper. I, I've right. looked up the synthetic scent prices for, um, you know, comparison, just out of curiosity and it's dirt cheap versus the oil. So they can get away with charging, you know, $6, you know, for a filled bottle. And me, on the other hand, I'm providing you guys with the very best. So, you know, I'm going to have certain clients that are going to want just all chemicals. That's fine. But, you know, and I'll have people that want natural and they want to switch. So we each have our own clients. Right. So, and I will add in that um, it's better to be more aware of what you're doing initially. If we, if you want to go natural, I highly recommend that you do. Um, I've been in this industry a long time and my chemical load is high. I'm still detoxing. And mm -hmm. eventually you become so sensitive to scents yep. that you can't handle even if a person sat next to you at a marketing event wearing perfume because it's just overwhelming to you. So it, because your skin is your largest organ and you're absorbing all those chemicals. So when you're going to the Dollar Tree, I'm I'm guilty. I did it. Mm -hmm. You go to the, the Dollar Tree and you're like, yeah, I got the stuff. And, you know, you're buying multiples or whatever. But if oh, you cleaner. actually broke it down by the serving um, or portion size, you would realize that you're actually paying more even at the Dollar Tree. Than and if you're paying you for your Kim's health. Product. Right. Yeah, and you're, you're, you're going to your pay health. for it with your health. So, and I've um, seen a lot of people switch because their health has gone, you know, I've talked to so many people about their health and mm -hmm. they're not feeling good. They've walked away with headaches and they've used oven cleaner. And um, so you'll find the right clients and the clients will match. Um, what were some times you think you failed in your business, but you learned how to make it better, Shannon, like to improve and oh my gosh, failed, had, even in life, like right, even in I've, life. I, I've had a lot of, I've been in business a long time. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 12. So I've had a lot of failure and failure just kind of comes with it. Right. So there's been a lot of times, especially in this industry, I have blundered it because I didn't see it. And it usually comes out of left field. I don't see it. And then I'm like, Oh, I don't like that. I'm not going to do that again. Exactly. Um, if you were to look at my um, my contract bundle, my basic contract bundle, every single item inside the contract bundle that's listed is a blunder that I made in my state in my business. Um, you know, we must have water and electricity on when, uh, prior to the arrival of the cleaning crew, right? And the reason for that is because no one wants to clean in the summer with no electricity uh -uh. or no water, and I'm guilty of it myself. I did it over a decade ago. I went to do some work for a real estate agent, totally undercharged. 
got there, there was no power, no electricity. So I, I being the per- inventive person that I was, I walked next door and I said, Hey, I'm here cleaning this house next door. Can I borrow your hose? And I used their hose and we filled up five gallon buckets of water in the middle of summer and there was no electricity. So I have no idea what even the finished product was. And I vowed then and there that that would never happen to me again. No apology from the real estate agent. No apology from the homeowner. They didn't give it a two toots about if I, you know, if I did a good job or not, they just wanted it done. So don't do that to yourself and have policies in place. Um, Gosh, I've, I've had, you know, there was the time, everybody knows this about now, there was the time in, I believe it was 2016, I had a five-year employee take advantage of me and I didn't see it. And my cousin, my own cousin, my own flesh and blood, <laughs> they were working together and you get two negative Nancys together. And if your name is Nancy, yep. I'm sorry, it's not personal. Um, and <laughs> I ended up eating a lot of money out of not looking at the situation when I should have, because I had rose colored glasses. My cousin would never do that. And I ate a lot of money and I drank a bottle of scotch. <laughs> I did not feel good the next day. <laughs> you suffered the consequences. Right. It was, you know, it was darn if you do and darn if you don't. But it's, you learn from those mistakes and you learn to prevent them from not happening again. Um, when you go to a chamber event, you deserve to be there. Our industry exactly. is new and up and coming. This is why you see so many people who are now cleaning business coaches, right? Everybody's a cleaning business coach or a digital content creator, right? When you look at people's profile, what are you? I'm a digital content creator. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So how much are you, you know what I mean? You start to think about how much are they making? Are they yeah. really generating in, in revenue? Or is this just something that they slapped on there because it was kind of cool, right? Exactly. Um, you can fake it till you make it. That is um, the way that a lot of people do it. You just have to have the right words to say that you are there. You are there. You showed up in your present. I can't tell you, how many times I've signed up for coaching and half the people didn't even show up. And I'm like, if I'm paying you 10 grand, you're going to see my face nice and early with donuts and a coffee. Exactly. (laughs) But a lot of you would be surprised. People will pay 10 grand for a program and will not show up and will not do the work. Yeah. It's you guys have failure is, and I I wrote a quote. I made up my own quote. Now I can't even think about my own quote. I'll have to share it in the group. Is it, is Um, it in the notes? No, I forgot to put in the notes, but I sent it to my VA. So it's going to be, if you guys get a chance, jump on my, uh, if you guys aren't subscribed to my newsletter, uh, subscribe to my newsletter for pure. Um, I have it in there. So, um, but I talked about failure, like it's growth, it's everything. Um, One of the things that I want to talk about too, is like, it's comfort zone. So, you know, how we always have our safe comfort zone. Yeah. And then like, you I start, like to stay in my bubble. He's like, yeah, it's again, think of a bubble. So think about your, your bubble. Okay. And we're going to talk about like, just talk about the bubble. And so you have your comfort zone and you feel safe. And then it's like to get out of that comfort zone, the next step is kind of like the fear zone. Like we're talking about the fear zone and it's like the lack of self-confidence. You're like, oh, this, 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 I don't know. And then you find excuses. Well, I don't know if I can do this. And this is kind of scary. And then um, you're affected by others' opinions. So it's like, do I do this or not? And you ask people and then you start listening to them. And then you have the learning zone, which I think is so important in the learning zone. And we talked about that, you know, you learn stuff when you fail. So the learning zone is the third one. And it's like, you deal with challenges and you deal with the problems. And when you're in there, that's a good thing. You want to come full force and you want to deal with the challenges that are faced in front of you. And you want to deal with the problems. Um, And you're acquiring new skills when you do this, right, Mm -hmm. Shannon? 
right? When you're, when you're in the learning zone, you're learning new skills and then you're kind of extended your, your comfort zone. Like you already got out of your comfort zone. You already went in the fear zone and you're already like in your learning zone. And I love that. And then the final one is like the growth, like the zone. So you're really just growing and you're finding purpose and you're like, you know, setting new goals, which is so important. And you're, you know, just you're achieving those things. So those are the different types of um, zones for your comfort zone. And I invite you guys to get out of your fear zone and start going into the learning zone and then the growth zone. Right. A circle of influence. Um, a lot of times people will reach out to me and ask me how to do certain things. And to me, it seems obvious, but we've become so accustomed. And I, I bring this up all the time. We don't know how to engage. Mm-hmm. Um, we, it's just a skill that just isn't taught. Um, we know how to engage through text message or messenger or Slack or whatever it is you're doing. But when it comes face to face, it, there's a there's a protocol that you have to follow. Like um, the number one question I've been asked this week is, I want more commercial accounts. How do I get them? Well, you have to actually, you can reach out through LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great platform to use. Yeah. However, if you need to get your face in front of people so that you can engage with them and establish a relationship. If you're just one of a number and you send me, I get a thousand emails every single day. If you send me an email randomly and I have no idea what you're looking for, I'm probably not going to like look at that email. And then you're just going to get bulk, de- bulk deleted yeah. when that time comes because I didn't spend that person didn't spend the time to Thanks actually now. reach out yeah. to me and say, This is what I do. I would love to set up a five minute time. Um, and, and oftentimes realize too that these people are busy. Just because you present yourself on their doorstep doesn't mean they're going to give you any time on their schedule. When I had offices, that was like the biggest thing is salespeople would come up from Phoenix. It's beautiful up here in Prescott. Hey, do you happen to have, you know, 20 minutes of your time? And I'm like, dude, I've got like this laundry list of things I'm working on. And then they're like, well, I'm here now. Can you do it now? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I can't. I have my days already planned out. Um, So circle of influence is important. And this saying has gotten me through a lot. And it's what you think of me is none of my business. And it resonates so true with so many people, especially because for many of you, you, this might be your first adventure into entrepreneurship. So a lot of your family isn't going to be supportive. So you need to have the circle of influence. And what you think of me is none of my business. And if your family and friends can't say anything nice, you don't need to listen to it. (laughs) Exactly. I actually just told my mom the other day, she was so worried about what people were going to think. She just had, you know, her shoulder worked on and, you know, it's, I kept telling my mom, I'm like, it's okay. Go out. Who cares? Like we were walking around at um, Whole Foods and she was worried that people would see that she didn't, you know, have a bra on and her hair wasn't done. You know, we did her hair in the morning, (laughs) but you know, it's Arizona heat and humidity monsoon. And I was like, mom, I'm like, it doesn't matter what people think about you. You know, you need to think about yourself and you're here and at least you're getting out and you're walking around, which is what you can do. And that's the best you can do. So, you know. Um, I'd be more worried if someone bumped my elbow because I've had my elbow worked on. That's more of a concern whether if my pants were on straight and my hair was pulled back. (laughs) Don't touch my arm. (laughs) And like Shannon and I went to, we went to go to Ikea and I just loved it because we didn't care what other people were thinking. We're just pictures and having fun. And I love the fact that we just didn't have a care in the world. And, you know, um, going back to, you know, you said like, you know, getting your name out there for commercial accounts. One of the things that popped in my head was the chamber. Joining the chamber is a huge asset, you guys. It's an investment, but it's a, you're going to make that back after one cleaning, right? you know? And 
look at, think about how many people own businesses. Think about how many commercial properties these, like the owners have. That's like a gold pot right there sitting, waiting to be touched, you know, or maybe there's somebody else that they're using and they're not happy and you happen right. to go at the right time. It, it is, and it, the timing is all relative. I've gotten three really large jobs because I had networked with somebody, hadn't been to several meetings, had sent someone else in my place, and but they remembered me, and they're like, "Oh my God, you're the cleaning lady, right?" And I said, "Yeah." And I, I've got like three. One of them was seven thousand. The other one was a five thousand, and one was like I believe like four thousand or three thousand dollars, all because I just happened to show up at the meeting. And and necessarily the people who show up the meeting mm-hmm. all the time aren't going to be your clients, but they're going to be the key to the others that they know who are looking to get cleaning done because that, who doesn't need cleaning? Everybody needs it. Exactly. So Shannon, what is imposter syndrome? Let me talk um, about imposter it. syndrome, according to the definition, would you like the definition? Yes. It's, um, it's actually here. Here it is right here on the, on the paper. I looked at the definition <laughs> so we can be very, very clear. <laughs> it is a psychological pattern in which individuals doubt their accomplishments and have persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. So true. And mm-hmm. um, there are those moments and it creeps up out of nowhere, but you can overcome it. Don't let it hold you back. Just keep mm-hmm. taking little mini steps and yep. the direction. A lot of times when I'm starting to feel like that at a big marketing event or I'm doing a public speaking event, I just keep taking one step in front of the other. And then at the end, I'm like, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> exactly. And think about like, <gasps> yeah. And think about, you know, the whole, you know, I just talked about like the circle, your comfort zone. And then that's like, you're getting out of it and then you're, that's okay. You guys can do that. Be who you best, be the best person of yourself. You know, I talk about the version of yourself, but people with imposter uh, syndrome, they have this fear, like you said, discovering as being a fraud. They believe that they do not deserve recognition or achievements that they have received. Um, You know, I don't belong here. What am I doing here? This is crazy. These are some of the thoughts I have. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And I'm like, Shannon, you've got this. Don't have fear. You're letting, you're already letting fear take over your brain. Don't, um, you know, you may down, I, I know I'm, I'm guilty of this. You know, I downplay my accomplishments. You know, people are like, oh my gosh, you invented this cleaner. You're famous and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, I just, you know, I invented. So I know that I'm, I'm guilty and charged of having the imposter syndrome. Um, you know, it's, you guys need to be successful, claim it as yours. You guys did this, you're doing this and you know, you're learning as you go. So as you go, you're learning. They don't need to know. Right. They don't need to to be as transparent as we are on Facebook. A lot of people Mm -hmm. expose a lot of personal details um, to social media. Just remember that it is there forever, no matter if you delete it or not. So, um, you know, it's, I spoke to a business owner who had really provocative photos when she was in her twenties and she's now in her forties and she gets hit up on all of the time. I'm like, you have all of these photos that are there that will never leave. So all you can do is rebrand yourself and take steps to prove to people that they need to take you seriously. And, you know, it's, it's, we don't really often think the internet is so new to us. We don't think about the long-term effects of yep. what that does to impact you in your future. Um, exactly. You know, if you want to, I'm, I'm not saying that I want to be the president of the United States, but if you have really provocative photo, well, there's a lot of craziness happening at the White House right now. We won't touch politics. No politics. If you hypothetically <laughs> wanted to be the president, 
you wouldn't be, it wouldn't be advisable if you had provocative photos because they would bring those out of the closet and go, look what you did. You know, people are always searching for something to tear you down. I don't care. Crabs in the bucket, right? (laughs) They will find some way to tear you down or make you feel less valued. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You've got to push them aside. They're not worth it. You guys push them aside. You are better than that. Exactly. (laughs) Find your people and find the people that are going to love up on you. Find the people that are going to make you feel successful, that they're going to cheer you on. And the people that are not cheering you on, I think I talked about this in one of the podcasts, pluck the weeds. Those are the weeds that you need to pluck. You know, those are the people that you don't value in your life because you need to grow. So some signs of imposter syndrome include persistent self-doubt. So feeling like a fraud and doubting one's abilities to despite evidence of competence. I can't talk competence. Thank you. (laughs) She said too much coffee. Just forgive her. (laughs) Yeah. I had coffee for the first time in what, I don't even remember like hot coffee in what, three weeks. Right. And I'm like, I'm a mess. (laughs) And what was the next one, Shannon? Um, fear of failure and intense fear of making mistakes or falling short of expectation. Um, this happens a lot in the cleaning mm-hmm. industry. If you are afraid of failing, you should not be in this industry. We blunder it all the time. It's whether if you own it and you're able to fix it. Um, I can yep. I could probably have blundered it a thousand times, if not more. And I can't go into detail for all of the things that have happened in the lifetime of my business. But I'm not, I, I have not, I'm not a clean as a whistle. I've just I've made mistakes. Yep. Um I've gotten in arguments with people when I shouldn't have. I've gotten in arguments with people when I should have. <laughs> I've, just, you know, I'm human too. If I could walk on water, I would be doing something else, right? Exactly. Um, but that's what you're. That's what you, as a coach, though, does. Like we, right. we're here to help you guys, and you know, we want to prevent you from making a lot of the mistakes that we made. And <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> just look at it like when you are paying for a business coach, like Shannon then you guys are paying for the mistakes that she's already made that's cost her thousands and thousands of dollars. So instead <laughs> of you making them, you're paying her the money so you can learn not to make them. Right. And, you know, for me, it's, you know, the cleaning products. If you guys don't want to like ruin something, come tag me in something because I don't get on Facebook every day. So come tag me. Um, you know, if you're not sure about which products you're going to mess up or which stuff, you know, that's that's what we're here for, Right. Right. Definitely. And then it's also minimizing or dismissing personal accomplishments as inconsequential Mm -hmm. or unworthy of recognition to your own horn. People don't be shy to announce your accomplishments. Um, There is a gray area for this. And when you if you're part of the um, women's entrepreneur group that has like 170,000 women in there, you, you will see a lot of people tooting their own horn, but there isn't any validity to the tooting. So like they'll say, I did this this quarter. And then they show you a picture with them standing next to a Tesla when it, there isn't any way to validate whatever it is. So they're tooting their own horn, which is great, but they're not exactly being honorable is my opinion yeah. on um, what I'm seeing. It very well could be that they did accomplish it, but I, I just think it's just blowing smoke. I really do. So don't be intimidated by Oh my God, I've done this 57 different accomplishments, you know, get stroke, stroke, stroke. It's not, it's not about them. It's about you. Right. So toot your own horn. And if someone gives you a compliment, look them in the eye and say, thank you very much for your kind words. Exactly. And I see a lot of stuff too, you know, on Facebook and you cannot believe everything that is on Facebook or Instagram. They go all about like every, their life is perfect and glorious. 
It's not you guys. They're (laughs) creating an illusion that everything is perfect and life is not perfect. It's messy. They're going to have their downfalls (laughs) and they're going to have their failures. And we need to start owning our failures because that's, what's going to make us real and not fake. So, you know, that's okay. You know, um, you know, attribution of success is the external factor. So believing that success is due to luck, timing, and other people's help rather than one's own skills and effort. You guys worked hard, right? Own up to it. Own up to the the things that you guys have done. Yes, luck, I think can do a factor of it in timing because I do believe timing is the right time for when you get clients or if I'm going to land into a wholesale account, you know, it's all about timing. I get mm-hmm. that. But you guys worked hard. So whatever you did to own, like to work towards that goal or that, you know, that success, own up to it. Definitely. And then um, overworking and perfectionism. Um, and, and I'm guilty of this myself. You sit there and you come up with this new service that you're going to provide and you get brain freeze and you can't take any action because you can't get past up A. So even if it's not perfect, launch it out. As you mm-hmm. launch it, you'll see if there's any deficiencies right away because people look for loopholes all the time to a, get a discount or, you know, can you do this instead of that uh, to exchange? And, and then oftentimes the exchange isn't the same. And what I mean by exchange is instead of doing my bedroom, I want you to do my master bath. That's not an even exchange. <laughs> it yeah. never will be an even exchange. Um, it, it, unless of course you're deep cleaning the master and then that that's entirely different itself. Like you know, or can you do the inside of my China cabinet? No, I don't want to touch your Hubbles. Exactly. <laughs> Those things are worth a lot of money and I don't trust myself. So sorry. And I know Being something that you did, Shannon, that, you know, is huge. And I applaud you for is that you posted something in the group, you know, that you took that chance and you put something out there about creating a membership. Right. And, you know, you're, you're testing it out and you're seeing if it will work. And I like that because you do have to test out stuff, you guys. Market research. You know, exactly. Test it out. See what, that's what people want. You know, um, that's large how companies do it all the time. We just, as small entities don't think about the opportunity for market research and yeah. a great way how I'm, I'll give you my little insight. I'm actually, um, I have a goal. It's, it's challenge. And so my goal is to talk to 25 people to give me market research. I, the other person who I'm mentoring with, he's doing 200 people because what he's launching is way bigger than I am. Right. So I was like by 25 people, I think I, sh- I should have enough information, but it might be that I need, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to hit the mic. Um, 50 people who knows, but if you spend the time building the relationships, yep. it's going to work out for you. That person's going to know what you do exactly. Um, and I think I got the wording, right. Cause last time when I put it up in the group, it was like mutiny. Yeah, <laughs> like, check I the don't wording. understand why they're upset. And then I'm like, Oh, well, I guess I didn't, I wasn't clear. <laughs> Minor exactly. detail. <laughs> you know, and one of the things I tested out, you know, it was, um, my whole real estate package deal, like my, right. you know, breaking it down. And I, tested I love that out package and it works great. And I was actually my friend that lives in Phoenix that I went to go see, she's actually a real estate agent. And, you know, we're driving and I was talking to her about that. And she goes, Kimberly, she goes, I wish more cleaning companies would offer this. She goes, I would jump on it in a heartbeat. And I would talk to my clients about this, Um, you know, so, you know, test and error, you know, trial and error and market research is important. You know, same thing with my little cards that I design, you know, I designed the little a la carte cards and I put that together and it was just a hit you know, so my clients liked it. So test things out. Um, 
this one's a big one, um, was uh, preoccup- uh, preoccupation with comparison. I cannot talk, you guys. If you cannot see me, I'm literally shaking like crazy. I feel like I'm like sitting, I don't know if you can and see this. My face this, is but red I, and I'm getting tickled out of the whole thing. And I'm like sitting on this hand because I'm like, <laughs> stop shaking. <laughs> I'm sucking down water right now, you guys. I cut the coffee off. Um, you know, uh, it was, you know, constantly comparing oneself to others and inferior. So I kind of, you know, we briefly touched upon that about looking at Facebook and seeing and comparing. Don't compare you guys as self, you know, that's. I know I had to slap Shannon on the face for doing that, you know, when I was talking with her about that, because she was comparing herself. And I'm like, no, you are you. People are going to be drawn to you and love you for who you are. Right. And And I had to be reminded. (laughs) Yes. And you know what? I had to remind myself because, you know, the other day I was stressing out because, and, um, there's this group that's in my like town over and I just don't feel welcome there. And, you know, I started comparing myself, like, I'm just, I can't get my there. I just, I, my mind started doing that downward spiral. And I literally had to tell myself to stop right, and be like, no, you don't need to compare yourself to other. You are on track where you need to be. And it feels comfortable. Like where I'm at, I feel happy. I don't want to be in big box stores. That's not where I want to be. You know, I'm happy where I'm at. And Shannon could tell you I'm busy because I'm always masterminding and working on stuff. So don't ever compare yourself to other people, you guys. It's just going to like really ruin just your mindset for things. And it's just not healthy. We'll be back after a quick break. The Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. It's not, and it, it's natural to want to compete, but just know that when what you see on Facebook, you're competing against air most of the time. So, so you're consequentially you're competing with yourself because there's no one else to compete with. So, you know, just get your goal list. Um, we're get, we're at the halfway mark. So, hopefully, you guys who worked with me on goal setting at the beginning of the year, you've met some of those goals, and and if you didn't tweak mm-hmm. them halfway through the year. Um, you know, I'm going to be offering another um, one of those at the end of the year, close to the, end of the year, so you can kind of schedule, but you have to have goals and, and it's okay. Sometimes I set to, I have a habit of, I'm the person who, when you offer me a bowl of cereal, I want two. And it's not because I'm o- overly hungry. It's just because I always take more than I should. Um, and it's not because I'm greedy. It's just, I tend to overdo <laughs> what I'm asking. So if I go to set my goals, instead of like, 12 goals, I'll be like, I'm going to set 24 goals. Well, some of those goals I'm not going to need. They're not. So yeah. Like they're not. Mark, I'm like, okay, scratch, scratch, scratch. And then it doesn't mean that I can't put it back on the agenda for the following year, but realistically I over, 
I overdo sometimes because I have, I'm at a certain age where I want to really, I want, I want to have experiences. I want to accomplish certain things. I finally have gotten it together enough to go, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I mean, I've had it together for a while, but now it's even more laser focused because we only live one time that we know about in this lifetime. So you have to pick what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Don't drag your feet. Life as we've seen, especially in the last couple of years is short. You just don't know. And thank God uh, he allows me to wake up every morning and continue to march on. Um, so yeah, don't, don't compete with yourself. Don't compete with others. There is a metric that I talk about all the time inside of the, um, the maids network group. And that way you can kind of have an idea. Like when I first got and started having coaching and all this other stuff that I did, I, there wasn't anyone to tell me any of these metrics. Like, you know, it takes 350 to 400 clients to hit seven figures. You, if you work in the solo model, you need, um, you know, 15 to 20 girls, depending on what's going on your business to hit that marker. These are things that everyone should know to Mm -hmm. goal yourself for. If you want to hit a million dollars, you need to put it on your laptop. I am going to hit a million dollars by 12, 31 at 23 or whatever it is that you choose that in your face. It's so that you're constantly being reminded. I, um, you know, think good thoughts. You know, you're, it's the battle in your mind. It's just, it really, it that's when Shannon slapped me when we were walking in <laughs> Ikea and I was like, dude, I'm like, my AC is out and we just had to replace the windows and we've got these hospital bills. And it's like one thing after another. And Shannon literally just like, said some words and slapped me back in the face. So we had a lot of slapping going on, like, you know, not, that not physically, day. this is not physically, but for, yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, so, you know, and she's like, no, you can't think like that. So right. I'm, I'm working on that because it's been a very stressful past two years. And I'm like, no, I'm going to start, you know, really manifesting, you know, some things to happen. And it did, it worked. I was manifesting one of my daughter's bills to be paid. Cause I knew that we didn't have an extra $800 lying around. And it got paid. It got paid. I submitted it in for a nonprofit and it got paid. So you guys, it's your mindset. Um, Kim doesn't like to have any debt. So you guys know. Yeah, (laughs) I know. And I have a lot of debt right now and it's not okay. There's been a lot of things that have happened. Everybody has a lot of debt. It's not because we bought boats or cars or anything fun. It's been just crap, but that's okay. All that crap that happened has like taught me stuff. Right. My failure, whatever happened, that failure, that stuff that happened has taught me stuff. So I'm, I'm coming back and I'm preparing. Um, So yeah, manifesting what you're intention, intending to do with your goals. Um, you've, I've spoken about this topic a lot of times. Um, you can go right now is the perfect time to go to Staples or office max and buy notebooks for cheap. I am kind of picky in particular over the notebooks I like. Um, so I like the thicker paper and I spend 20 minutes every single morning manifesting what I'm working on. Does it take time? Yes. But once you start to focus on your goals, it starts to happen faster and faster and faster. And I know this sounds a little woo woo and it's not a concept that's taught in school. I wish it was. Um, If we all did it as a society, energy fields would shift. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've watched it happen myself where I was asking for something and, and you can, you can pray as well. But the manifestation, when you're focusing and you're writing it out, you can, it's, it's your mindset. It's, it's in your, your mind. critical thinking mind yep. that's actually working and you're connected to source um, or God or whoever it is that you are working with. 
And um, it, it just, we're all connected. It's just, we, we won't get philosophized over all of the other woo stuff that um, <laughs> we, can, we can go down that road. I'm just trying to keep this light and fluffy. So you can manifest. It does take time. You have to repeat it over and over 20 minutes every morning. I usually um, do it 25 times and it's based on this book that I listened to. I don't remember the name of the author and it's an older book. Frederick was his first name. I'll have to look it up. But um, th- these are things that you can do to focus on the goals that you want to accomplish. Now, with the larger goals and the goal setting that happened at the end of the year for businesses, it's hard to conceptualize what the goal takes and steps. So you have to, you know, mind map it and okay, this is going to be number one and this is going to be number two. And even then, if, even if you go one through 10 and then you realize that, you know, step number seven is actually step number two, just move them. Um, There's a lot of things that you can do to work on yourself so that you don't have the internal conflict, but it does, I'm telling you from experience, it does sneak up on you and you have to reach out to someone who knows you and go, ah, but I reach out to believe. somebody who's going to be like with wisdom, reach out to somebody who's right. Who can positive you know, person positive. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and you're talking a about who hates you being in business. And yeah, exactly. Doctor. <laughs> um, you know, and I, you know, you're talking about just, you know, starting it, even if you guys, you know, write in your journal or, you know, do something, even if it's two days a week, you're setting a goal and then work your way up in that goal. I started right. doing something, um, what is it? A month ago, I started getting up in the morning. And the first thing I always did was make my bed. And those of you that follow me on Facebook can see that I have golden retrievers who do not like to get out of the bed. So I literally <laughs> cover them with the covers. I'm like, dude, you guys got to get out of my bed. I got to finish my first goal and you're not helping me with my first goal. And then I started doing pushups. So my goals have been 25 pushups in the morning and 25 pushups in the evening. And when I started the pushups, I did them on the wall. And then I started going on the stairs and now I'm actually able to do like the girl pushups. And see, you guys see that? Like this is this is you know, but that was my goal was to do that. You guys like that? Should I do like the little Arnold? No, no, you're gonna have the whole ripped thing right here. I gotta do the I gotta do the Arnold pose. What is it? (laughs) I don't remember which one. It's pretty funny where he has the leg and he's like, oh yeah, he does the leg. You do the face, but you guys, it's. Start off with those little things and then work your way up. Don't give yourself huge stuff to do and then not, you know, fail at them. Um, Difficult accepting praise. Actually, we're on anxiety and stress. Anxiety and stress. Anxiety and stress is real. It Um, is. And it's okay to have it. Yep. Um, I've had a lot of um, stress this past week. You know, I came home from my mom's and I felt really overwhelmed because I'm coming back to reality and things that I have to do. And even Shannon was like, Kimberly, you look exhausted. I'm like, yeah, I let myself sleep until like 830 today, which I never do. You guys, I'm usually the one that's up at the crack of dawn and working, but I allowed that self because I knew that my stress level was too high and I needed to bring it down. And so for me, bringing it down was allowing myself to lay in bed an extra, you know, 20, 30 minutes, an hour. And I feel good. I feel healthy. I feel like my stress is down. Go outside, ground yourself. I talk about this all the time. Go outside. Even if it's 114 degrees outside, you guys of Arizona, or if you're in Florida dealing with the humidity, even if it's for five, like less than five minutes, three minutes, go outside, get a big breath, you know, find things that, you know, can help with that vitamin D, Um, find things that can help you get grounded to reduce your stress. Right. There's um, a tincture that you can buy, I think, I believe at Whole Foods or Nature's Market. 
and it comes, it's like, um, and rescue something. It comes in a yellow thing. It's usually about 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. You can spray that underneath your tongue and that will immediately give you what you need. Um, there's exercises, breathing exercises. If, um, you know, if if there's your thing. Yeah. And I sell essential oils. My friend actually, um, I like, I've been involved with essential oils for a really long time and my friend went to school for it. Now she's a certified aromatherapist practitioner and I use a lot of her oils and there's oils that I use when, um, it's called stress away. Um, and I use, yeah. And I use a lot of her oils and it helps relax me. Um, abundance is another one. I smell, I, people probably look at me weird cause I carry my abundance around and I just kind of like sniff it. Cause when I'm stressed or I put it on my bracelet, which I have my, my little bracelet, I'll put it on it. And when I start feeling stressed, I put that, you know, the abundance on and I just kind of smell it and helps put me back to where I need to be. Definitely. And then, um, difficulty accepting praise. It's, it's Mm. hard, especially, and this is a generational thing. Um, my generation, especially you were, you know, what was that song? You're so vain. I bet you think the song is about you. Don't you, don't you. Anyway, that's enough of my singing, but, um, it's, (laughs) Sing it, Shannon. You got your mic right there. In any case, um, there, there's a dynamic that, you know, when people give you praise, it's this, you know, what do you want from me? Or I don't feel comfortable accepting it. Graciously, if you're not comfortable accepting praise and it's not something, someone that's hitting on you, um, say thank you. That, that Those were very kind words. I really appreciated and needed that. Um, doesn't mean that they get to give you a hug after unless you allow it. But it's, it's a nice gesture. We need to be, we need to spend more time being kind to one another. We spend too much time sticking it to the next person because we can. And I don't think that that's good societal behavior. There is this trend I saw where um, they're teaching etiquette in corporate America now, because so many people who are in the workforce don't have any. (laughs) Wow. I did not hear about this. Yes. It was, um, I think one of the major news thing. And it was like this big thing about teaching etiquette. And I was like, they used to teach etiquette when we were kids, but again, our society has changed. We need to kind of get back to being nice to one another, having a sense of value, taking pride in what you do uh, and flourishing as small business owners or larger business owners. Right. Um, There's a lot of people that can't praise. Yeah. And a lot of people, if you guys can't, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard for people when they give you praise and sometimes it's hard for you to say thank you or, you know, Thank it's, you. It's, Those were really kind words. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> I short appreciate and sweet that. and right. <laughs> they just, it shows that you appreciate them, you know, Definitely. thank you. Like I always say, thank you. And please go a long ways. And we've talked about this before you guys, if you want to talk to us, you know, like, or if you want something, use the word, please use the word. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Shannon and I are so busy. Like our schedules are always booked and full and please. And thank you can go a long ways. Right. Please don't make a demand (laughs) (laughs) and say, I want it done right now. Cause I, it's just when usually I'm two weeks out. So I have to, you know, everybody has to be filtered in because I only, there's only one of Shannon, right? Shannon's got a seven and an eight year old and a husband and dogs and birds. When you go upstairs, you can, it's a whole jungle up there. So there's a lot. And Kim (laughs) has kids too. And, you know, there's all of these things that are going on in our lives. And we get that you guys are busy too, but please and thank you does go further than give it to me right now because you owe me. <laughs> exactly. I had somebody who we usually mail out orders on Tuesdays and I'm sorry, Mondays and Thursdays. And I had somebody that really needed an order right away because she was really low. 
And instead of demanding, she just gave me the sweetest voice message and just was saying, you know, how much she appreciates me and that she loves my products and that she just really, really needs it. She just, it spaced her mind. She ran out of some earlier than normal. And if, you know, if I can please, you know, send her some and she would place the order that took a long, you know, that meant so much to me. And I was graciously, you know, in my crazy busy schedule yesterday, I dropped it off at the post office because she was beyond sweet and she valued me and appreciated me. So things like that go a long ways. Definitely. Um, we're almost done. You guys, um, it's important to note that imposter syndrome is not a recognized mental disorder, but a psychological phenomenon. Say it again. Say it for me. Shannon. Phenomenon. <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of water. I'm getting this stuff out of me. I'm beat red. Cause I'm just like, this is just too funny. Um, it's a psychological phenomenon and many successful individuals experience it. Like I said, you're not going to, and the only reason why I even admitted it is because I'm pretty transparent as an individual, but there are people, um, that I can't remember off. There's a lot of people who, um, are in the upper echelons of the entrepreneurship who have gained a lot of success. And I guarantee they have had it too. You just, they just don't vocalize it. Right. And, yep, and, and, it's, and it happens to everybody and it's okay. We just, you know, snaps back like a rubber band. And it's in um, men and men have it too. You know, men experiences too. Men may not voice it or say it or you know what, but men do have it too. It's for men and women. Right. Definitely. So everybody experiences it and it can be managed through self-awareness, reframing negative thoughts, which we talked about and building self-confidence. Self-confidence is probably, a is, is also a skill that, should be taught in um, the lower grades, mm-hmm. if not the middle grades. Um, I think it would relieve a lot of tension that happens when you're going through all of the hormonal shifts of your body when you're a teenager. There's a lot of stuff going on, right? Um, and there's a lot of media influence and all that other stuff, which we won't talk about. But it's having the confidence takes time. It's not something that is just given to you. It is a skill set to have confidence. And, and being confident, um, again, it, it goes side by side with the imposter syndrome. Do I deserve to be here? You're like, F yeah, I deserve yep. to be here. <laughs> you worked hard, you know, and I was thinking back like, you know, a generation, I can't remember which generation it was, but we let everybody win, you know, like they played right. soccer games. Everybody got a trophy. It's not like that. You guys, it's you, because it doesn't prepare you for the big world that's no, out I there. I think that it was a mistake s- to do that too. Yep. That's my opinion. Eat you up and spit and chew you out and all that stuff, that song. But yeah, it will, you know, it's, you've got to be, you know, confident and that builds confidence. That failure builds confidence. That builds growth. Um, so be proud of yourself. You guys, failure comes with growth. And I will try to find my, my quote that I had. These quotes come to me and I literally have to write them down as they come. Cause they come so quick. I can be, you know, driving in the car and I'll have to pull over and write over my quote. So but Definitely. we thank you guys for joining us, Shannon. And it one more thing to say, oh, yeah, just ahead. know that anybody who has a lot of self-confidence has had a lot of failure. So something yep. to think about. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. We leave you with that. Uh, next week, I know next week, Shannon and I are excited because I'm going to interview Shannon. Um, I think this is going to be fun, you know, getting to know what a cleaning b- bitch, business coach. I can't talk. Oh my God, you're going to have to edit that one out. Darn coffee. No more. Making me a trainer, Shannon. It slipped out. I don't know if we'll edit it out or not. We'll see how bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no more coffee for Kimmy. 
I'm like a mess right now. And I, now I'm turning red. Oh my gosh. If you guys are <laughs> listening to this, I'm literally red right now. And I don't have a fan. I have my checkbook. I'm just going to fan myself. But yeah, we're going to be interviewing Shannon. And um, I'm excited for that, you guys. And I hope you have a good day. And I'm cutting myself off. No more coffee for a while. I can't deal with it. Oof. Tea for me. Bye, everyone. Sweet Thanks tea. for tuning in. Bye, you guys. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Take care. Cleaning Business Life is sponsored by Pure Evergreen Cleaning Products. That's P-U-R-E-V-E-R-G-R-E-E-N.com. Pure Evergreen Cleaning Products.